turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. We've uh, been in business together since 1979. Yes. We've worked on quite a few cars, and we've had, uh, we've had our fair share of employees, but... Employees what? We've had our fair share of employees. Okay. But we have lots of long timers. We do. We have lots of, we've had lots of 10 year guys in North and Eddie, I think Eddie Crusoe's 30. 30. Yep. Jeff's 20. Our parts guy's 20. And yeah, yeah, we've got a lot of 10s and our kids have all been there um, for 15 years or so. 20 and 25. 20 and 25. Is that what it is? Okay. And actually, Alan um, runs the shop in the performance side of the business, and then Andy runs Alan. <laughs> Not really. I'm, Andy runs the money and the staff and all that other kind of yes. stuff. Yes. So nevertheless, the phone number for our new show, we're no longer known as Under the Hood with Mark Salem. This is Unwad Your Panties Car Show. And <laughs> no, so if, you have, if, if your panties are wadded up, then give us a call, 602-508-0960. There's no real rules other than don't name the shop if you're going to say something bad against them. As a matter of fact, don't name the shop at all. That would be the easiest thing. What you do is you call us up, 602-508-0960, and you tell us what kind of car you got, what kind of mileage you got, and then we're going to talk about symptoms or what the problem is. So we we have that, and we've done that before. I've been on radio since 1988. Excuse me. So I've been around the block, and I'm real good, but I'm only as good as the information you give me. And if I ask you a question, there's three possible answers. Yes, no, or I don't know. And that's okay. That's okay. I don't know is okay. It's better than guessing because that takes sends me down the wrong road. And we've got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Susan. Susan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Meet my wife, Renee. Hello, Susan. Hi, dear. I'm all ready. Okay. Um, I'm about to tear my hair out. I have a 2004 Chrysler Crossfire. And I can't find anybody that seems to be able to um, work on this car. It isn't running properly. I don't know what's wrong with it. The Chrysler dealerships know nothing about this car, and I've even tried Mercedes, and they know even less. So I'm trying to find a good mechanic that has the diagnostics to work on it. Okay. Let me fix something first. There's no such thing as we're going to plug something into your car, and it's going to tell us how to fix it. Okay, what it's going to yeah. do is is it's going to say, "I see the tailpipe is running a lot of fuel out of it." The question is, is what's causing that? So we know that we have a sensor saying too much fuel, too much fuel, but in reality, upstream there's four or five things that can cause that. Mm-hmm. So at least you've got a path. Now, 
tell me tell me more about how it how it doesn't run. Does it idle good? Does it not accelerate good? Does it smell? What's the deal? It just runs rough. Okay. Does it run rough only at idle, but then when you get up to accelerate to up to 55, 60 miles an hour, it's smooth? Mm. No, it just runs rough at, at any mileage. Okay. Can you demonstrate to somebody what rough means? Well, it's like it um, wants to wander around on the road. It, it isn't the tires. It has brand new tires. It's been aligned. Um but it just, um, the maneuverability just isn't there. Okay. Okay, so we thought you said it runs rough, and, and see, this is how communication is so important. We thought you were talking about engine. Right. But what you're saying is is it doesn't ride nice. Correct. Okay, okay. That's altogether different. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, where do you live, by the way? I live in the, uh, by PV Mall. Okay. Tom. Tom, he's around the corner, yeah. yeah. Um, here's what happens. The first thing we want to do is is look at the door sticker on the door, and then we want to check the air pressure in the tires. Hopefully they'll match. <laughs> then what we're going to do is look at the tire wear on the on the car, and then we're going to go drive it, and, and maybe Tom says, I want you to drive, and I want you to tell me what it is you don't like. That's why I ask you, can you demonstrate it? Because if you say it only happens on Wednesdays at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, then there's no sense in us taking a ride with you. So the idea is, is have you demonstrate the problem? Now, once he demonstrates the problem, he may say, the problem's in the right front. We need to deal with the right front. But we need to drive it. And then another thing is, Tom's going to drive it, and he's going to go down the street straight. He's going to put his finger about 12 o'clock, and he's going to make a right turn. Probably one turn of the wheel. Then he's going to let go of the wheel, and it better straighten up. So that's called return to center. So if it doesn't straighten up now, we need to figure out why it didn't straighten up. So everybody knows that when your car's wheels are turned left and right, if you let go of the steering wheel, 99.9% of them will go straight. The, the steering wheel will straighten up itself. So if you're by PV Mall, Blackwell Automotive is at 40th and Greenway. Tom is, um, is one of my best friends. All the shop guys are friends of mine, but Tom has my cell phone number, and he calls me and tells me dirty stories. And uh, and, and Polly, his wife, is, is better. She right. was sick for a while. And I've known Tom for 25 years. Mm-hmm. So I, you got to throw the gauntlet down to him. You say to him, Mark Salem says you can fix it, but I've had a lot of people say yeah. they can fix it, and nobody could. But I'm willing to take you for a ride and see if you can do anything about this. So your suspension on that Crossfire is no different than her Ford Edge right. or my son's Camaro or my daughter's Explorer. The underside of that, the steering and suspension is just like every other car. So there's nothing special about your suspension and your Crossfire. So okay, so I don't need to get I don't need to get paranoid about sensors on this car and the sensors not being set. Right? No, if you had any kind of a suspension or a height sensor, you'd have a check engine light. And the check okay. engine would, light would say, I'm not happy with the pressure on the right rear tire or something like that. Okay. So this isn't no a sensor problem. On. Okay. There may be a sport button. Is there a sport button on the center console somewhere or on the dash that says sport and not something else? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to check. I haven't had the car that long. Okay. Get in the owner's manual because sometimes the high-performance cars have a button and it says are you want to drive because you got a hot cup of coffee between your legs, or do you want to drive like Mario Andretti? And so gotcha. there, are, there is a button that you can 
bounce back and forth between a stiff suspension and a soft suspension. Okay. All righty. All right, Susan, yeah. good luck to you, and thank you very thank much. Thank you We're, so much. You bet, man. Great show. Glad you got it on. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Every Saturday between 10 and noon, we're here. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I miss, but maybe one show a year. Yeah. Because we usually travel, and we and we have a traveling radio station. Yeah. We literally yeah. take our stuff with us. Especially and, now that we're on the Internet. I yeah. I mean, we can do it much easier than it. We used to have to find a phone line or a fax line or whatever. Now we just put out the Wi-Fi antenna and talk from go. anywhere we want. All go. we have to do is put a, a computer of ours on the time <laughs> zone. <laughs> do we have to go to Phoenix time zone? Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around since 1968. He's down on 40th Street in Washington. If you've ever gone east or westbound on Washington, he's on the north side of the road. He has a transmission up in the air, and he's been there since Jesus was a baby. He's been around. Phil has been around. His staff are really good. So if you have a transmission problem, he'll drive it for you. He'll let you take somebody with you. He's not going to let you take somebody with you for an hour. But can you duplicate it? Yes, I can. Benny, come here. Take a ride with him. That's how it works. So Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And I think we have another caller. Okay. Did he say we don't? He said we don't. That's right. I thought I heard that. But I I always hear those (laughs) noises. I don't know what it is. All right. Well, I'll tell him about another nice shop on the other side of town. There you go, because you've missed a couple. Yeah, I have. Larry Harker's Auto Repairs have been at 38th Avenue and Indian School for a very long time. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto. Ellen runs the front counter and the lobby, and Larry runs the shop. And then Jeremy, who has master-level technician skills that I don't have. He probably doesn't have my communication skills where I can draw pictures with my mouth, but he is good. I'll give you an example. I'm a master tech. I've done eight classes in automotive, so I'm an automotive master technician, and I have been for 25 years. They have a paint and body test. They have a big truck test. They have diesel tests. They have gas tests. They have all these different tests. The kid has passed every single test they have. He's one of three or four in the United States that is a master, 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 and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like having a doctorate degree ten times. The guy knows what he's doing. I send people to Larry Harker's Auto because you've got a, a, an issue with your car. We're on Tuesday morning at 3 o'clock it has a hiccup and and that's kind of a challenging thing for them not too long ago a quick story there was a bmw in their shop Mm -hmm. the bmw had got an estimate for thousands of dollars to fix a problem where the vents in the car were blowing mist of water so most of the air conditioning is on the right side in front of the knees of the passenger So they look underneath the car, and there's a drain there that's supposed to drain the water out of the air conditioning cavern, which is called the the evaporator case. And then they stick this screwdriver up there, and to hear them tell you, my arm is covered with the blackest, sootiest, crappiest stuff ever, and it's just water running out of this drain tube. It's yuckier than heck. So they rinse out, and they take the drain completely off. They rinse it all out, then they put the drain back on. Then they turn it on, they go drive it, no more mist out. Mm-hmm. I think the repair was 80 bucks. I think. I think it was hardly, it may have been 100 I don't know. But it was a heck of a lot cheaper than somebody else bidding it because of a big problem in that case. So you need to have gray hair in order to pick stuff up like that. Yeah. You better have been around the block. So there's 
There's 20 good diagnosticians here in town. Yeah, if you go to MarkSalem.com and go under Best Car Repair Shops list, we have all of them listed there that we recommend and we know have been in business at least five years. And and been and, friends of ours for a long time. Right. And I don't know anybody that's even close to five. Most everybody's 10 and north of that. Way, yes. And, and, and here's my promise to you. No one else does this. I promise you this. If you have a dispute with one of the shops that's on my list... Now, you're going to go through a dispute resolution process, a fair one, probably used a better business bureau. Mm -hmm. Then if the shop is told to give you money or fix your car and my shop doesn't give you money or fix your car, I will. I will. Mm -hmm. How many times since 1988 have we had to pay for a shop? Never. Never. How many complaints a year even get there on an average? None. That's, I, I think I can think of one. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing. And and they, the dispute was between the customer and the shop owner, mm-hmm. and they asked me. Mm-hmm. And I said to the shop, you need to give them 1000 bucks, sure. And the shop gave him $1,000, right. yeah. so we were done. They're all good people. Yeah, and I'm not the god of car repair by any stretch of the imagination, but I am a professional mediator and arbitrator. And an arbitrator is Judge Judy, and a mediator tries to get the two parties to agree without... Intervention. And you are kind of like Judge Judy. You're kind of when I'm when like I'm her. when I'm arbitrating. I want to tell you something. I I don't like her at all. I <laughs> That's because you're just like her. Oh, <laughs> hey, say goodbye to Renee. I just turned off her microphone. All righty, seventeen minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, and we're going to talk about cars. And you're welcome to join. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud. That for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit phoenix body works anytime even if you just need a bottle of water a cup of coffee a snack or to use our wi-fi phoenix body works offers free shuttle service or if you need a rental car don't sweat it enterprise is right next door at phxbodyworks.com i will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes my name is greg may and i wrote this message Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. 
In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Hello, friends. Well, Hope Fest Phoenix is just around the corner. On March 28th at North Phoenix Baptist Church, we will have our annual amazing event, free medical, dental, and vision services with over 150 agencies, all there to help you or those you know who need connection and services to people who care. All of this is done in a welcoming environment. If you cannot attend but would like to help, please visit Hope Fest PHX to donate and learn more. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. We've been in business for a very long time, together, as a matter of fact, since 1979. It's Renee's been hand. a hard job, people. Shut up, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she runs the money. She runs um, all the books, uh, the credits. Uh, she pays all the bills. And um, I have run the shop and, and most of the staff, with the exception if we have uh, an accountant or something like that working, then she answers to you. Mm-hmm. But really, you have no power. <laughs> Nevertheless, let's go <laughs> to the phones and we'll talk to Wayne. Wayne, good morning to you. Good morning. I have a 2011 Dodge Grand Caravan and it has 40,043 miles on it. The history that's been setting, at least for the last three years, and I just got it a week ago. Okay. So the first thought is, is what would you recommend I do with things? Um, and then the second question is, uh, in driving it, I've had a little bit of a, like a shutter. I think it's on a one-two shift from the transmission. And, of course, that's very quick, uh, six-speed transmission. It shifts at like seven miles an hour or something. So uh, you're just stepping on the gas, and it is... Most often occurs when I'm turning left uh, out of a driveway or whatever. You know, you're just starting up. Okay. There's a shutter at that shift point. Okay, so it's the one-two shift. Are you slowing down and then come back on the throttle, or is it the other way around? You come on the throttle. No, it's the other way around from a dead stop. Okay, okay, all right. Acceleration from a dead stop. Alrighty. Well, um, first thing I'd probably do is have the oil changed. And with an oil change, we're supposed to check your tires, your belts, your hoses, and your fluids. So that's the first thing that I would do, and have somebody give you the a engine health check. oil and/or transmission. No, I wouldn't do the transmission at forty-three. There's no the the, the transmission is the fluid is a gas. It's I don't know that I've ever fixed unless, of course, I pull the pan off and the fluid's muddy. It looks like mud. Right. You can pull the dipstick on it yourself and look at it, and it's not going to look that way. I don't want to spend, what's a tranny service, 120 to $150? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't want to spend that kind of money on a guess. I don't want to spend your kind of money on that guess. And I think, too, did you have to jump start it after it sat for a long time? No. Okay. All right. The battery was dead. We put another battery in, started right up. Okay, well, 
that's the question I wanted answered. And here's why. I asked you if you jump-started it, and in fact you did, but if the, if yeah, the battery yeah. took it all the way to nothing, it's wiped out all of its memory. So that okay. tr- that car, like other cars, monitors my wife's f- accelerator pedal, which is always wide open, and brakes, which she never uses, and that kind of stuff. So we've <laughs> lost all that memory. So save yourself some money, and um, and then do this. Look at the speedometer for the shift points. Okay, so if you accelerate normally, okay. I'm shifting out of first gear at eight miles an hour. If I accelerate really hard, it'll hold first gear to twenty miles an hour. That's invaluable information. And so, what part of town do you live in? First of all, do you have a shop that you trust? Uh, no, your transmission exchange on Fortieth would be one that I'd consider. Uh, sure. A friend of mine had worked down there. Okay, uh, but let's. I do live my... in Chandler, though. To answer your question. Okay. It, let's do my plan first. Oil change, complete check over, and you drive it for 30 days. You, I'll tell you what you could do. You could pull the stick, smell the fluid, put it back in, and every week you pull the stick and smell the fluid. If you got a problem, the fluid's going to smell bad. Then we have to go in and find it. But I'm just wondering if we lost all the historical data in it. And I'm wondering if they drive it and they say no. It will quick shift because you're, you're... How do I say this without because you're not real hard on the throttle. And so it's going to shift early because it thinks you're backing off the throttle or the numbers don't go good. I want you to, from a dead stop, to make your left turn, I want you to come on the throttle more than you have without squealing your tires and, you know, doing a broadside slide through the intersection. And then I want to know where second gear was. So with electronic transmissions, we're monitoring your speed, your load, your throttle, your RPM, the engine temperature, the transmission temperature, all that stuff's being monitored, and the computer makes a decision based on all that stuff. Okay? Okay. Very good. Thank you. You betcha. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you, Bob? Good morning to you, uh, Renee and Mark. Uh, Two questions. First question, I have a uh, 98 Ford Ranger and an 04, 04 Ford Explorer. About three weeks ago, I think, I listen every week, So, but your son was on, and he said, or you said, that he could put DRLs, well, put it on, my, my Ranger has them, and I, okay. I, like, I like having the DRLs, plus USAA gives you a discount if you have DRLs. My, my Explorer does not have the DRLs. Can you put them on? We, um you're, from everybody else, it's daylight running lights. Mm. Right. Right. Okay, so it's a white light that's down below the bumper, and it's it's on all the time. If those are your turn signals, you'd have to mount them. You're going to have to buy them and have them installed, and then we're going to turn them on when you turn your headlights on. Okay, so, now on the Ranger, they're on all the time. It's the headlight. I understand. We can also okay. wire them that way. We can okay. wire it to an input that's what we call ignition hot. So we'll go find something when the key goes to the on position, boom, the lights come on. And the answer is yes. But You can but, do that. Yeah. Okay. But I want you to check with your insurance company to see what that, that discount is, if there's a discount. And then ask them if it's going to be, what's your criteria? Is it a yes or no box I check? Or if you're going to... Because... You're not going to find daylight running lights typically give us a wide lens, but they're not focused. They're not beam. They're not meant to blind. They're just meant to let the other car see you, to, to bring like you it. up. 
okay? Yep. Uh, you can't buy spotlights down there because that's going to blind people, and they're going to be right. mad at you. So you're going to have to have kind of a fog light, and you're going to have to kind of aim them down a little bit, but you're going to have to walk way, way down the street and have your wife look at you with the car, and you're going to be able to see the white lights. You're home free. Now, any shop can do this for you, but I'm not going to do it for you because I want you to pick the lights, because <laughs> I don't want to pick the lights and do it again. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and so, in reality, that's what's your best interest as well. Okay. So, what part of town do you, do you have a shop you like, I'm, and shop that well, can yeah, do that? Well, yeah, I like you guys, or I go to Thompson's, either one, okay. either, you know, either over on thing, or, or I come to you over okay. there. Okay, I'm um, quite sure Alan, my son, who drives, who, who does a performance right. stuff, I want to tell you something, he just did. Okay. He he put on this off-road vehicle, mm-hmm. I don't know how many white lights to the front, how many white lights to the side, how many white lights to the back, how many red lights to the back, turn signals. He did everything. The niftiest thing he did was is he built this wire harness that was bigger than my thumb. Okay. He, pl- he put a plug on it, and he plugged it back into the back of this television screen that was as thin as an Apple iPad that had a touch screen. So he could push the front lights on, level one, oh, and push man. the front. I mean, oh, well, how much, cool. m- wait a minute, you haven't oh. seen the bill on that yet. <laughs> <laughs> the lights and the bar up above was in excess of $5,000. But there's not 25 switches. I mean, and then you push one button, and they all go on, and you push one button, and they all go off. With the new technology we have right now, it's exciting. But just talk oh, to him about yes. First of all, though, you got to call your insurance company to find out okay. if this is if this is a red herring. It's a red herring. So no, they if, told me when when uh, when I insured the vehicle, they wanted to know if I had them, and I said yes on one, not on the other. And they said, oh well, we give you a discount on the one, but not on the other. Okay, what's your insurance company name by chance? USAA. Okay, that's one oh, of my four: right. Geico, Liberty Mutual, Farm Bureau, and USA. I work for them all. Those are the four big dogs. Those are the ones who are going to treat you right. I'd find out what the discount is because if it's one percent of your policy, we need to know what the number is. Anyway, I got to run, Bob. Jay, you stay there because on the back side of this break, I'm going to take care of you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We got open lines. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You know how to turn your marketing budget from an expense into an investment? Go digital. Want to put your unique message in front of your ideal customers already in the market for your products or service? Go digital. 
Salem Surround will put the right message in front of the right prospects at the right time and turn prospects into customers. Call Salem Surround today at 602-707-1011. That's 602-707-1011 and go digital. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, to read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. All about that demon, Welcome back, everybody. Just like we promised, we're going straight to Jay. Jay, how can we help you? Hey. Oh, hey, Mark, Renee. Hi. Um, my wife has got a 2010 RX350, and the heat blows from the right-hand side in the front and in the back, even when it's on cold. Dual zone, it doesn't matter. It just continuously blows hot. And I'm wondering if that's a blower door or something along those lines, because I've been quoted about 8 to 10 hours pulling that big dash out of that. Um, and and that, that's why you need somebody who's done that before. Everybody, yeah. I hope everybody's quoting you worst case scenario so eight to yep. ten hours to go into the dash but here's the deal you gotta know where you're going this isn't from driver's side to passenger side take the dash out and you're gonna see something wrong that's not gonna happen so you have there's test procedures we got to go through but you have to know what you're doing and i, I want to tell you something sometimes the diagnosis 
sometimes the diagnosis, don't tell anybody, is we take a coat, coat hanger and put a hook on it, and we gift, find mm-hmm. out where the door's at, and we grab a hold of it and pull it. In. Yeah. <laughs> and right. we look at, and you compare one door to the other side, and this one over here is this way, and this one over here is this way. But you're right. There's going to be some electronic device that diverts the air between the dash, the center, and the floor, and hot and cold. Is that only on? Is that controlled on the right hand side of the dash, or is it? Are they dual zones controlled from uh, two different boxes? Well, here's the question. Here's the answer. Do each the driver and the passenger pick their own temperature? They can. If okay. You hit the dual climate zone button, but it doesn't matter. It always continuously blows okay. on the right hand hot, you, and it is absolutely hot. Okay. Well, who sits over there? Me. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that answer. That's why I'm calling. He said it's his wife's car, so you got to listen. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I was. I see. You take all my thunder away. You know. Um, no, my gosh. I know. I wish it wasn't that way. But the okay. whole center console on those units. Um, you know, they go from the dash and it kind of continues to the back, mm-hmm. and so it's got probably a, a tunnel through there that has all the uh, duct um, work, and that. That whole center console gets absolutely hot, the whole thing, because it's running as hot as it can be. On both sides of that console, it's very, very hot. And it's kind of concerning, you know, to know if, it, if it's, you know, if there's it's not hurting it. With- yeah, it's not hurting no. anything. It's just uh, a matter of diagnosing where the problem is and then going into that problem. Now, this door has, there's going to be doors that have three positions windshield center dash and floor then you're going to have hot and cold and that door is going to have all kinds of stopping points so mm-hmm. you, yeah it's not the, really that the door that we're not going to go after the blend door we're going to go after the automatic temperature control door now this could be a head we've done that before where the head's lost control of something but you really need to have somebody that's done this before and frankly i can't tell you who that is i don't okay. know who i'd send you to but i think the best bet would be harker's Okay. Because I think Jeremy would have a the better handle on doing this mm-hmm. than even me, mm-hmm. even our shop. Mm-hmm. I think Jeremy would have have a better handle on this because because he's asking, is there doors on both sides since it's dual control? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. and there's well, you have two different. The driver can set it at thirty below, right. and the passenger can set it for one hundred and twenty. Yes. Yeah. And so the computer's going to make give you cold air and give hot air, and it's going to happen. Sure. That's the most sophisticated air climate control system we have to go against. And mm-hmm. there's a hell of a lot of guessing going on, and that's what you better make sure. Gotcha. So, okay. What side is that on? All righty. Okay, thank you. You betcha. Um, Action Auto Repair is up on I-17 in Deer Valley on the northwest corner. I've known Tom since 1983. Mm-hmm. These guys are my friends. These guys, I don't have to babysit these guys. I don't have to babysit Tom. He mm-hmm. knows right from wrong. I don't think we've ever had a complaint against him, mm-hmm. ever. And Tom's... He, he just knows how to fix cars, and he knows how to treat his staff. You see, that's the success circle, is the management trusts the staff to do what's in the best customer's best interest and not in what's their best interest, the shops or the technicians. Tom's got all that locked down. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, then Action Auto Repair is a place I'd probably go to if you don't have a shop. I always ask you, first, do you have a shop you trust? Mm-hmm. If you have one, I don't want you to take you away. Yeah. I want you just to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. So there is another shop in uh, in uh, Sun City, 
and its auto dynamics. Chuck Nyday opened it up in 1982, and Derek, his son, now runs it. There is a difference between first generations and seconds. You can take that to the bank, and it's almost always better. The younger, the millenniums, the I call them minions, but that's not right. They're just a younger f- group of people that simply have their ears a little more open than maybe us, us older guys do. So if you're in Sun City, I recommend that you try Automotive Dynamics. They're on the north side of the Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, 602 508 0960. The lines are wide open. 602. I think we have Bob waiting, but we'll get him right after. Oh, that's right. I'm yes. sorry. Bob, you'll be first, I promise. We'll be back in a minute. The Seth Leibson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. <laughs> I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hindsight is 2020. So in 2020, if you haven't yet taken advantage of the current low residential mortgage rates, now is your opportunity to save. With average mortgage rates at only 4% and below, you may be able to lower your monthly payments significantly and save thousands of dollars annually. Call Steve Oswald with Finance of America Mortgage today, 602-266-5665. The mortgage process is complex, and what you don't know can cost you precious time and money. With over 20 years' experience and invaluable market insight, Steve can help you make an informed decision so that you can choose the mortgage product that's right for you. Don't regret a missed opportunity to benefit from the current low mortgage rates. This is your opportunity to save. Call Steve Oswald with Finance of America Mortgage, 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal housing lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, ACBK 0910184. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
that spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Thank you for holding through the break. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. We've been in the car repair business for a very long time. I'm going to get to Bob, and I'm going to just say thank you for putting up with me all these years. This is what you had to do that I, I often wonder about, the greasy fingernails yeah. and the smell of gas. Yeah. <laughs> I still get that. It, I mean. was, it was tough to go to a nice dinner, um, and I used to keep my hands under the table a lot. But I learned how to clean them really good with chlorine, and that works really say well. You aren't you aren't bad. For I know. Sure. All righty, we're going to go to Bob. Bob, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes, uh, I heard you talking earlier about the daytime running lights. Yes, sir. Is it possible? And how much of a job would it be to add the tail lights onto them? Because I drew a lot of driving in the summertime on the highway where there's no city lights shining down and everything and a lot of people will think they because they got daytime running lights on that you could they could be seen but they can't be from the back okay i see what you mean i see what you mean but but let me tell you this when you lose the tail lights you lose the dash lights they're almost always on the same fuse so if you get to the point where you're driving down the road and people don't know this 99% of the people out there don't know. So they drive around, they got no dash lights. They don't understand that that's, hey, you don't have any tail lights. So somebody will fix both of them. In your particular case, you could wire anybody car. I could wire the daytime running lights to the to the, what we call parking lights. And so in the left front of your car is a parking light circuit. And I'd put, and you already have. The light's there, so all I do is take that wire and run it to the taillight wire, and I'm done. So you got your headlights on, you got your DRLs on. That makes sense? Very good. Yes. Okay. If you need it all done, right. come, just come and see me if you need it done. <laughs> that's, all that's right. That. I'm down by there all the time. Also, okay. I'm up about halfway between Kurtz and Action Auto. So. Oh, either one of those could do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those. And then you just throw the gauntlet. You say, Mark Salem says neither one, that you can't do this, and he said if you can't, he will, but he's a long drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just throw that gauntlet <laughs> down at him. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mark. All right, you betcha. Nathan, what can we do for you today? Hey, Mark, I appreciate you taking my call. You uh, I just had a quick question. Uh, I have a 04 Mercedes C230 compressor, and it's one of those cars that requires premium fuel. And I was wondering if that's really necessary, or would that be detrimental if I uh, if I went with the lower grade stuff? Uh, Goody's going to kill me for this answer, and he always listens. Um, and I guess I should put that there. Hey, go. hey, Gil, um, send me the show. I just messed up and didn't tape this whole segment. <laughs> no, so no. when you 
when you get a chance, send it to me. Second hour, yeah. It's the sec- yeah, I only need the second hour. Um, Nathan, um, here's, here's what the deal is. I want you to picture this. Regular gasoline, when it explodes, is like a balloon. Pop, okay? Premium gas, one, igni- one molecule ignites a thousand, a thousand ignite a million, and a million ignite a jillion. So the burn time is longer with premium than it is with regular. But we're talking thousands of a second here. <laughs> so your car won't know the difference. Um, and as long as you're not hot rodding it, ride, hot rodding it and doing street racing, you won't either. So a lot of people do a blend. They wait half tank, then they put premium. Then a half tank, they put regular. And some people do that. Now, there's a knock sensor on your car. And when it detects a ping, instantaneously tells the PCM, and the PCM knocks a couple of timing marks down. So it might go from uh, 12 to 11. And then all of a sudden, the knock sensor shuts the heck up. And so the computer goes, okay, okay, okay. And this happens in, in, a, in a tenth of a blink of an eye. I want to yeah. confess to you. Now, Goody owns Goody's Mercedes-Benz up in North Scottsdale. He's an avid listener. He is just pooping his pants right now because I'm telling you that. But I want to tell you something. I've got a twin-turbo Corvette with an LS6 motor. This car is capable of 140 miles an hour and a 10-second quarter mile. And there's times I run regular in it because I don't care. And really and truly, I can't tell unless I'm drag racing the Mustang next to me. That's it. I'll tell you something else. We had a Jaguar. And it called for premium, and we rarely put premium no, in the Jaguar. I always put premium. And what we did one time is we decided we would put whatever gas in it and see if the other person could tell. I could tell when you put regular in my Jaguar. That's that's the only car. I don't I don't think we could run regular in that Corvette, but whatever. If you drive it normally, we could. <laughs> okay, but okay. well, you don't drive it normally, so we can't. Oh, but he didn't say that. Okay, but I would try it, and like Mark said, even do a blend half and half and just see how it is, because you could probably, you'd probably be fine. He, he, It's all directly related to his right foot. Exactly. That's it. I yeah. mean, if he's going to take it up into the high RPMs and stretch the shifts out, then no, keep stay with premium. But mm-hmm. the knock sensor is going to take care of the knocking. And there's no deposit issue between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's just the difference between a balloon pop, and in an exaggerated way, I pop the balloon, boom. But if I just blow the balloon up and I let go of the, what do you call it, the neck? Uh, yeah. And the balloon goes, <laughs> that's the difference. Okay. So, and I just spit all over yeah, you, and I'm sorry. I really don't want to hear that again. <laughs> don't be doing that again. Um, oh. But, y- you know, you can do it. it think about this. Regular, the knock sensor is programmed for a different range. Premium, the knock sensor is programmed for a little smidgen more. So, anyway, you want, I'll guarantee you this. Do this. Are you married? Yeah. Okay. Have her take it down to a half tank and have her either put in, fill it with premium or fill it with regular and not tell you. That's what I said. That's what we did. Yes. Yeah. Well, who couldn't tell, you or me? I could tell. You said you couldn't tell, but I could tell. First of all, I don't even trust your your <laughs> your your ability. But nevertheless, I still love you. Oh, thank and, you, and, But anyway, that's those are the things I could. Now, just to be fair, though, I'm going to give Goody a chance. And you call Goody's Mercedes-Benz up there and say, Mark said this. And if he's adamantly against that, and, and here's the question. Have you ever fixed, and what is it you fixed 
that specifically was related to somebody using cheap gas? And the answer better be the pistons. It better be the pistons or the head gaskets. Well, now blown. it will be because he's listening to you probably. Well, no. <laughs> but, but the issue is, is I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah, but I'm going to okay. give him a chance to, to counter me. So anyway, Nathan, thanks for calling. It is, that is a tough subject. Um, it's, and the car makers say this, and in reality we do this, and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it makes a difference. Who's next? Uh, Raphael. Raphael, how are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I have a 96 Mitsubishi uh, 3000 GT. I've uh, I had the clutch uh, done in a shop three years ago exactly. Okay. And now uh, sometimes the it slips, but other times it's like really responsive. Okay. I was wondering if uh, you might not might what's going might know what's going on. This is what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to do this on Sunday morning. And I want you to, in your street, there's nobody up and running. So you put it in first gear, and I want you to to, to just close your eyes, and how far do you have to let the clutch pedal up before it moves? Now, let's pretend that the clutch pedal throw is six inches, okay? That's from floor to relaxed. So if you say, I'm coming off the floor an inch, inch and a half, and it starts moving, then the next question is, get on the freeway, and put it, is that an automatic or a standard? Oh, it's a standard because he has Hello. a clutch. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Okay, okay. You know what? You're starting to bug me. This may be your last show. <laughs> oh, you say that all the time. So now what you're going to do is, is you're going to just throttle up and you're going to push the clutch pedal in. And so you're going to push the clutch pedal in until she starts slipping. Okay? I need those to be even. Okay, I need to, now if you say to me, I barely touch the clutch pedal and it starts slipping, it's going to be an adjustment. And especially because you said it, sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. Now, if the clutch is slipping, it's partially engaged, so it's not releasing. And I, I don't think that, that um, unless you drive like my wife, you're not going to wipe out a clutch in two years. Three. Three you years. Said three years, okay. yeah. So that's what I do, Raphael's, is just how far are we coming off the floor before it moves, and how far are we touching the brake pedal on normal throttle or a little heavier than normal throttle before she starts slipping. I want that clutch activity to be in the middle of the pedal. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. All righty. Hardly anybody has clutches anymore. I know. I mean, there's just not a whole lot of the automatics are far superior. Okay. Who we got next? We have Chuck. Chuck, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, I've been helping my son get his brakes working better on his 2000 Toyota 4Runner. Uh-huh. He was, the brake pedal was just super hard. He had a guy scan on his brakes to get it to stop. So he replaced the uh, vacuum assist unit part, and that helped that. And he bled the brakes. But then when he pushes on the brakes, it stops. But it's like the front right um, wheel, that caliper cycle, it clamps down on the disc, but it won't release. Okay. Um and you he know, didn't. What, he didn't. He didn't do anything. He didn't change out the pads or change do anything with the with the discs. He just they still they still match up. But okay, what do you think? Well, I, 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 when you replace a booster, the difference between a, a new booster and a defective booster is the difference between left and right and north and south and up and down and night and day. The, the right. booster's bad. It's rock hard. It takes almost two feet to stop it, and the motor starts idling poorly. Yeah. So, so he did replace that, and that, that helped that. 
but we don't understand why that front right uh, wheel is like the uh, the brakes apply, but they won't. They don't want to okay. retract. Well, it could be that the left side's not working, and it could be that the right side's hanging up. The the answer to your question bluntly is is that we release the caliber because there's three thousands worth of wobble in the rotor. So as you release the brakes, the rotor wobbles in an exaggerated way. It wobbles left and right, pushes the piston back, slides the caliper on the slides, and we're done. So that's what releases it. The caliper doesn't have a brain. It's just going to release because of the rotor wobble. So going, I would going around. Yeah, okay. I would go behind. I'd find some some real slick concrete. And I'd go there at night or tomorrow morning early when nobody's there. And I'd go, I don't know, 15 miles an hour and then hammer the brakes. Leave it sit where it stops. Get out and look at the skid marks all the way around. That's going to okay. help you a lot. But as far as right. as a problem, what happens if you hit the brakes and you don't have any skid on the right and it's pulling hard to the left? Well, then I need to work on the left. But here's right. the thing. When he's working on the calipers or the front brakes on that, he takes the caliper off, take the pads out. Put the calipers back on, bolt them up. You should be able to take one finger and push it backwards. Slide it, put it behind. Either way. Ooh, just like, just as easy as pie. You need to make sure that's happening. If not, you need a hardware kit that comes with the two long bolts because those are all rusted up and tear up or whatever. And the hardware kit may or may not come with some of the O-rings and hardware and bushings that go into the calipers. So let's go find out, and let's make sure it's the right front, and then take the tire off, take the caliper off, pull the pads, put the caliper back on, just like normal, and then it should just slide across. You're not going to hit the brake pedal. You're just going to slide the caliper back and forth. Did this start after you replaced that other part, or is this just a separate problem? It it started after you replaced the booster, the vacuum booster. All right. And see, I'm thinking out loud here. If he didn't get the right booster with the rod, right. th- and then we normally uh, apply the rears a little earlier, and okay. then we apply the fronts. So, But the rod would cause the pedal to change, you know, feel altogether. So maybe he's got the wrong part or, well, the, or no, defective? Well, no, he didn't say that. Okay. So it's kind of what they don't say that makes a lot of difference. And he didn't say that the pedal... Pu- the pedal position has changed. Mm-hmm. So I don't want him to chase the problem on the right because it could be on the left. Okay. So, sure. and, and if he does that slide back and forth, um, then that we're going to eliminate a hardware kit. And then if he's convinced it's the calipers, he has to replace both at the same time. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. All righty. So that, does that rod normally come with a booster, a new booster, or does it depend no, it it um the, you're going to take it out of the old booster and put it in the new booster. And just put it in. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it should be the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, All righty. Give it a go. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Chuck. All righty. You got about 45 seconds to say you know, your piece. Yeah. All right. Well, your birthday's on Monday, and I love you. Well, it's and not on be- Monday, but that's okay. Okay. It's the 18th, whenever that is. <laughs> and I, I and I and we've been married tomorrow. I'm 46 years, right? and um, I've put up with you that, and the people are applauding right now. <laughs> but I love you with all my heart. I'm glad you married me. Um, I'm glad your father made you marry me. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Anyway, everybody have a nice weekend. Drive safe, and if somebody does something nice for you, stick your arm out the window and wave to them and say thank you.